we head to the news line where we're joined by national correspondent John Decker. We are approaching the two-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Hard to believe that this is still ongoing, still causing death and destruction and injury. Uh, We talk now to you, John. Uh, What is the latest? You just had an exclusive interview with uh, a high-ranking official. Tell us about this. That's right. Yesterday I interviewed Ukraine's ambassador to the United States, Oksana Markarova, and uh, she was talking to me about the urgency of Congress passing that security funding bill that passed the Senate last week with strong bipartisanship. It passed 70 to 29, uh, 22 Senate Republicans joining with most Democrats in supporting that legislation. And now it's up to the House Speaker. It's up to Mike Johnson, the House Speaker, in terms of whether or not to put that legislation on the floor of the House for an up or down vote. Uh, As you know, you've been reading about and the ambassador confirmed reports that uh, the Ukraine military is running out of ammunition. They are depleting its military equipment. And that's the reason why there is urgency to this funding bill right now. Now, we've also heard that from some who've uh, treated uh, soldiers near the front lines that as the ammunition supplies have been running scarcer, that the injuries they're encountering are worse, that uh, that the outcomes are worse because they, they just simply aren't getting their hands on that aid that is needed. Um, but also, we also saw Ukraine give up a city recently surrendered that city I, I can't pronounce the name but it's uh it was a key city that they were trying to hold on to when you have defeats like that how does that affect i guess the uh chances of legislation like this getting passed well i think that you know it's back in the news ukraine is for a number of reasons the thing that you mentioned right at the top the two-year anniversary of russia's invasion of ukraine which happened on february the 24th of 2022 this legislation, uh, which will provide $60 billion in security aid for Ukraine. And then, of course, the death uh, over the weekend of the Russian opposition leader, Alexei Navalny. And that just points to the brutality, the evil nature of Vladimir Putin, uh, who Republicans and Democrats alike, President Biden, uh, certainly blaming Vladimir Putin for the death of Alexei Navalny. So uh, for all of those reasons, Ukraine is back in the news. There's a two-year, a two-week recess that the House has right now. When they come back is when the House could potentially take up this legislation. And we got news yesterday from President Biden that in which he said that he would be open to the idea of meeting with the House Speaker, Mike Johnson, face-to-face, one-on-one, to discuss what it will take to get that up or down vote in the House of Representatives. And perhaps we'll see that meeting take place within the next 14 days. Yeah. And as we approach this two year anniversary, I mean, it seems like a lot of change. And we heard, especially in those early days, a lot of kind of strong resolve and really just that uh, the, the support and uh, really the, the tenacity of the Ukrainian people will continue on. But as you spoke with Ukraine's ambassador to the U.S., I mean, how is that level of uh, kind of optimism and resolve standing with this kind of prolonged uh, stalemate in the ongoing conflict? Well, their focus is victory. Their focus is winning this war, defeating Putin. Um, It's not on anything else but that. Uh, And the way that you do that is 
uh, having unity uh, with the U.S., our allies in Europe, which are also providing and have been providing security assistance for Ukraine from the start of this war. They recognize what it would mean if Putin won, what it would mean not only for Ukraine, uh, but also for all of Eastern Europe, the threat of Putin taking uh, his march through Eastern Europe. Uh, Poland could potentially be next, which is a NATO ally. Uh, so this really is a fight for democracy. It's a fight for freedom. Uh, in the past, we'd have uh, no debate at all in terms of uh, whose side are you on, Putin or democracy. And for whatever reason, there are those in Congress, I call them the Kremlin caucus, uh, who, for whatever reason, aside with Vladimir Putin, it's a real head scratcher for me. Yeah, it's such a departure from uh, uh, well the hawkish years of maybe ten, twenty years ago, and and possibly, you know, we see that reflected in what they hope out of a Trump presidency, where uh, that uh, level of engagement also might not be displayed uh, in, in terms of support for Ukraine and support for NATO. Um, we wish we had more time. I wish we did. John Decker, National Correspondent, we appreciate it. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Andrew. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too.